जहे राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जहे कुंज बिहारी कपी जान वल्लाधारी जय गपी जान वल्लाधारी जय गपी जान वल्लाधारी जय गपी जान वल्लाधारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राध माधवाहारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय कुंज बिहारी यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजन यशोद यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजन यशोद जन जमुना तीरा बन जमुना तीर जमुना तीरावन चारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राज बिहारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राज बिहारी गपी जन बल्लाधारी जय गपी जन गिरबरदारी जय गोपी जन गिरबरदारी जय गोपी जन गिरबरदारी यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजन यशोदनंदन ब्रज जन रंजन जमुना तीरा जमुना तीरा जमुना तीरावनचारी वनचारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राध माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय
कुंज बिहारी जय गौरानीता जय गौरानीताई गौरानीताई जय गौरानीताई जय गौरानीताई जय गौरानीता जय गौरानीताई जय गौरानीताई गौरानीताई जय गौरानीताई जय जय जगन्नाता जय जगन्नाता बलदेवा जय सुभद्रा जय हे जगन्नाता जय बलदेवा जय सुभद्रा जय राधवल्लभ 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 श्री राधे जय राधा जय राधवल्लभ 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 श्री राधे जय राधवल्लभ राधवल्लभ जय प्रभु पदा 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 जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस प्रभुचार्य असुस श्रीमद ऐसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय नामाचार्य शिलहरिदास ठाकुर की जय प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंदा श्री अद्वैत गदाधार शिवासादिगोर भक्तवृंद की जय श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिरि गोवर्धन की जय ब्रजभूमि वृंदावन धाम की जय मायापुर नवदीप धाम की जय जगन्नाथपुरी धाम की जय गंगा माई की जय यमुना माई की जय तुलसी देवी की जय भक्ति देवी की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम की जय युग धर्म हरे कृष्ण महामंत्र की जय जय श्री श्री गौनिताय की जय श्री श्री जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रा देवी की जय श्री श्री राधा बल्लभ की जय गौर प्रेमानंदी ओल गोरिस टू दी असेंबल डिबोटी हरे कृष्ण ओल गोरिस टू दी असेंबल डिबोटी हरे कृष्ण ओल गोरिस टू दी असेंबल डिबोटी हरे कृष्ण ओल गोरिस टू गुरु पंचकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधु चापतीता पावनभ्यो वैष्णव्यो नमो नमो ओम ज्ञानतिमृंधस जनंजना शलाकाया चक्षुन्मिलेना तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोस्तम स्थापित भूतले स्वयं कदा ददा स्वयं पदातीक वंदेहम श्रीगुर श्रीयुदाकमलम श्रीगुरु वैष्णवश्रीप सहग्रजा सहग्नरघुनाथ तम सजीव साधवैतम साधभूत परिजन सहित श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्यदेव 
एवं श्री राधा कृष्ण पदान सहग्न ललिता श्री विशाखाबिता तम सजा वंशकल्पतरुभश्च कृपा सिंधु पतिता पावनभ वैष्णव नमो नम नमो महाबदमयाय कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नामने गौरतुसे नम हे कृष्ण करुण सिंधु दीनबंधु जगतपते गोपेश गोपिकाधाकांत नमस्ते तप्त कंचन गौरंगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी विश्वासुदेवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय एवरीबॉडी टुगेदर जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्या प्रभु नित्यानंदा श्री अद्वैता गदाधा शिव सादिगौरभक्तविंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्णपृष्ठा भूतले श्रीमती तमाल कृष्ण गोस्वामी नाम नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्णपृष्ठा भूत श्रीमती भक्ति वेदात स्वामी नाम नमस्ते सरस्वती देवी गौरवाणी प्रचारी निर्विशेष श्रीनवादी पाश्चातारिणी ओं नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय हरे कृष्ण सो वी आर रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैन टू सेवन चैप्टर फाइव टेक्स number 4246 so we're going to chant the first text i think is 42 there right yeah yeah so we're going to chant 42 then i'm going to read the rest and then <coughs> i'll try to say something on it parayase apahate tasmin parayase apahate tasmin दैत्य इंद्र परिशंकिता दैत्य इंद्र परिशंकिता चकारातायन चकारातायन नीराबंदे नीराबंदे प्रायसे अपाहते दैत्यपरीशिता चक्रतुतापायन निर्बंधे नुयुधिस्थिरास्ते पायते तस्ता चक्रतुपायन 
निर्बंधे नुदिस्तरासे अपाहते तस्त इंद्र पशंकित प्रायस्ते पाते तस्तरासंकितयन निर्बंधे नुदि स्थिरा मतचेस प्रहायसे पहते तस्तरासंकितयन निर्बंधे नुदि स्थिरासे चकारतुपापायन निर्बंधे नुदि स्थिरा प्रायसे अपाहते तस्त इंद्र पिशंकितबंधे नुदि स्थिरा परायसे वेन दि इंडेव अपाहते फिठाव तस्ट Daitya Indra, the king of demons, Hiranyakashipu, Parisankita, very much afraid, considering how the boy was protected. Chakra, executed. Tad vidha upayan, various means for killing him. निर्बंधेन विद डिटर्मिनेशन युधिष्ठिर ओ किंग युधिष्ठिर ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पट बाय शिला प्रभुपाद शिला प्रभुपाद की माय डियर किंग युधिष्ठिर व्हेन ऑल द अटेम्प्ट्स ऑफ द डीमन्स टू किल प्रहलाद महाराज वाज फटाल द किंग ऑफ द डीमन्स हिरण्यकश्यपु बीइंग वेरी फियरफुल बिगन कंट्रीविंग अदर मींस to kill him please repeat after me my dear Yudhi, king yudhishthir when all the attempts of the demon to kill prahlad maharaj was futile the king of the demons hiranyakashipu being most fearful being contriving other means to kill him so i'm going to read the next few verses and then we're going to speak
दिग जगाईर दंदासु केंद्री अभाही चारा वापातनाही माया भी सनाई रोधीश चहा गरादानीर अभाय जनहा हीना व्याहु अग्नी सली सलीलाई परावा तकर महानही अपी ना सकहायदाहंतम अपापम अशुरासूतनम चिंतायम दिरहंतान माम प्रापस तत्कर्तम नाभाया पदायताम Hiranakashpu could not kill his son by throwing him underneath the feet of big elephants, throwing him among huge fearful snakes, employing destructive spells, hurling him from the top of the hill, conquering up illusory tricks, administering poison, starving him, exposing him to severe cold, winds, fire and water, or throwing heavy stones to crush him. Where when Hiranyakashipu found that he could not in any way harm Prahlad, he was completely sinless. Who was completely sinless? He was in great anxiety about what to do next. Text 45. Esa me bhavo asha dukto vyadho payas chanir mitaha tais tair. Dhur hai ashad dharma hai muktaha sevanai vahate jasaha. Hirnakashpu thought, I have used many ill names in chastising this boy Prahlad and has derived many means of killing him. But despite all my endeavors, he could not be killed. Indeed, he saved himself by his own powers without being affected in the least by the treacheries and abnormal actions. Text 46. Vartamano vidurvahi baloho api ajatadhir avyaham na vishmarati me anaryaham shunaha sepa iva prabhu. Although he was very near to me and merely a child, he is situated in complete fearlessness. He, he resembles a dog, curved tail, which can never be straightened because he never forgets my misbehavior and his connection with his master, Lord Vishnu. Prepared by Srila Prabhupada. The word sunha means the, of a dog and sepa means tail. The example is ordinary. However, one may try to straighten the dog's tail, it is never straight, but always kept. Sunna Sepa is also the name of the second son of Ajigrita. He was sold to Harishchand, but he took shelter of Vishwamitra, Harishchand's enemy, and never left his side. Hare Krishna. So it's a it's a very the two points I want to talk about today is the powers 
You know, Hiranyakashipu said that, I tried everything, I tried to kill him in many different ways, but I was not able to do it. And he, this child was able to save himself by his own powers. So we have to understand where did he get these powers from? Because if you know where he get it from, then we can also try to get it from there. Uh, that's the goal of life. And the other point is his fearlessness. What does that mean? And how do you become fearless? Uh, so, <clears throat> these um, two chapters or two stories or two cantos, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to listen again and again. One was about Prahlad Maharaj and the other one was about Duru Maharaj. Now both of them were five years old. Right? So they were very young. And what was the main thing that Dhru Maharaj had? Determination. He was five years old. He left his palace. Now he took, got out of there and he went to the barn where there were um, at that time there were tigers in the forest and everything. He was only five years old. And he stayed there and with determination. So we have to be determined like that. That's the uh, main thing. And what about Srila Prahlad? What was his main thing? Fearlessness. Why was he fearless? Because he had complete faith that Krishna will always protect him. So these are the two main things if you get from this and try to understand why he had that. Hirnakashpo is trying to try many ways to kill him. I've just read this, so I'm not going to go through it again, you know. Putting him among the snakes. You know, just we get we see one snake, he's surrounded by snakes, you know. You're putting him in the fire. Just imagine, you know, a little five year old boy, you know. Put him in the fire, next morning they see him, he's playing in the ashes, you know. That's where the holy starts, you know. And his uh, auntie, uh, Hirnakashpur's sister, what was her name? Holika. Holika. She died. She had a wound from Brahma that she would not die enough. I think she had a cloth or something. If she wears that something, she goes and sits in the fire, she will not be burnt. But there was a condition that she cannot. Offender, Vaishnava devotee. And she died. <coughs> and here Prahlad was completely safe. So Hirnakashipu is trying to kill Prahlad. But he's not able to do it. Now who was Hirnakashipu? He was such a powerful person. Everybody in the universe was subordinate to him. Narad Muni is saying even I was glorifying him. Apart from three people. Who are those people? Yeah, Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma and Lord Vishnu. Apart from that, everybody was under his. Prahlad Maharaj later on talks, he said, what's the point of going to the Sorvalok? What is the point of going to the heavenly planet? People try so hard to go there. He said, I saw all these demigods. My father used to raise the eyebrows and they would be scared, you know. What's the point of going there? You know, so his position is much, much greater. And what I was thinking, you know, how do you understand position of Prahlad Maharaj? What is the best way 
then to actually go through. We have already been through this in the last chapter. It's more like a revision. What is the good thing about why did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu listen to this again and again? So there is no harm in us doing the same thing. Because what happens is that, I was listening to Govinda Prabhu and he was saying is that, as soon as you desire something, you say, okay, that person has nice hair. What you have done is created a body for yourself, a future body. You know, we have all these desires and according to our desires we get future bodies. So as soon as you say, I like this, oh, he looks very nice, you know, or I need, I like that car. What you are doing is creating future bodies for you. And we have all these material desires. You know how many times we look at things, you look at a cricketer, you know, he says, oh, you like that, then you are already creating yourself a future life in that kind of situation. You have to be very careful, right? But if you think about devotees, if you think about Krishna, then you are setting yourself in that direction. So this is why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, you should, Avaishno Tyaga, you know, you should not associate, we are not Vaishnavas ordinary people. Why? Because when you associate with them, you get to know about them and you want to become like them, you have desires like that. And what you are doing? Set up for future many, many births like that. Now how do you get rid of this? I know we have had millions of desires, you know, we have already have got millions of life that is, you know, future bodies that we have already set up. What is the solution for that? Chanting Krishna's name. When you say Krishna, what Krishna does? It destroys all these future bodies that we are thinking of having. It all these material desires we have. So that's why we chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we chant every day and it's destroying all these bodies that we are creating. But we are like elephants. What does elephant do? He takes a bath and then he comes on the land and puts dirt on him. So what we have to do is, okay, we get rid of all of those, but at the same time we should not create new ones. Right? So, <clears throat> what does Narad Muni say? So these are the qualities of Narad Muni. This is why Pallad, this is why Pallad Maharaj is who it is. Pallad was a reservoir of all transcendental qualities because he was an unalloyed devotee of the personality of Godhead. So this is the most important quality. He had all these qualities. Why? Because he was a devotee of Krishna. He was a devotee of Lord Narsingadev. This was his most important quality. Because when you think about a person, as I was just explaining, you become like that person, you acquire their qualities. So when we read about Pallad Maharaj, we meditate on Pallad Maharaj and all these devotees, then we become like him. This is why listening to devotees, you know, listening about pastimes, you know, it is very important. If you're going to listen about a materialistic person, you know, you're going to listen about the politicians, you're going to become like one, you know. Right? So it's, it's very important whom you listen to. 
And Srila Prabhupada has given us this book. Once Prabhupada asked, are you, are you studying my book? And devotees, yes Prabhupada, I'm reading your book. Prabhupada said, no, don't read my book, study my book. There's a difference in there. So you have to read, and the best way to actually study a book is by preaching. Because when you preach, then you have to understand the points, you have to write it, you have to understand what Srila Prabhupada is saying. And all we have to do is repeat it. That's it. That's the best thing about giving classes. But you, but you have to put everything in the context of what you are about to explain. <clears throat> he was completely cultured as a qualified Brahman, having very good character and being determined to understand the absolute truth. Now, we understand that Hirnakashpu was the king, right? So he was a Kshatriya. So his son is also supposed to be a Kshatriya. But Narad Muni is saying he was a Brahman. So what does that mean, he's a Brahman? What do you understand from this? The point is that we are not, what we are is not determined by our birth. It is determined by our qualities, our gun. So here, even though Plad Maharaj is born in a demonic family of Asuras and of a Kshatriya father, but he is a Brahman. He has all the qualities of a Brahman. But he is not only a Brahman, he is a Vaishnava. He had full control of his senses and mind. So how do you control your senses? How do you control your mind? How do you control your mind? Because that's the most difficult one, right? By intelligence, by knowledge, yes. Yeah, so you have that knowledge. So knowledge helps in controlling the mind. Remembrance. Mantra. What is man? Mind. What does tra? To purify. So when you chant, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. By chanting this mantra and listening to it and praying to the holy name, because these are, this maha mantra is not just a mantra, it's a person. When you say Krishna, Krishna's name and Krishna, the person is known different. You pray to him, then your mind becomes purified. If your mind becomes purified, then your senses is automatically taken care of, because the senses are controlled by the mind. So if you chant the mantra and you purify the intelligence, right, so this, how do you purify the intelligence? By knowledge. So reading, listening to classes, you know, reading, studying, not just reading, studying, right, to understand all this concept, who we are, what is our transcendental position, you know, basically that we are not this body, we are the soul. And once you have that, then you have control of the mind and senses. Another quality of him was like that. He was like the super soul. He was kind to every living entity and was the best friend to everyone. What does, they, what does it mean? He was kind to every living entity and the best friend of everyone. This is a quality of the super soul. 
See, this is how, if you want a friend, there is no better friend than Krishna. Everybody gonna leave you. You might have the best husband or best wife, you might have a best friend or the children, you know, you might love your country, but one day, everything will be finished because these are all associated with the body. And when the body goes, everything goes with it. The bank balance, whatever you have had. I was listening to somebody and uh, there was an Indian gentleman. He said, very rich person. He said, I had lots of money. It took me four stages to understand what my real happiness was. He said, I had lots of money. Was I happy? No. You know, I had a big empire. I bought everything I wanted. I had lots of collection. Did that really give me happiness? No. And the what gave me happiness? He said, one day one friend of mine, he said, um, can you donate some wheelchairs? Two hundred of those. He said, yeah, money wasn't an issue. He gave him the money. He said, no, 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 you come and give it to me. Give it to those people. And then he went and he gave it to those individual people. And those, all those little kids, you know, they were sitting in there, they were so happy. And then he said, that was the most amount of happiness I got. So money and all those things doesn't give happiness. And in the end I was going, as I was passing by, one kid grabbed me, you know. He grabbed my head and I went near to him. He says, what do you want? Do you want anything else? He said, no, I just wanted to see your face. So that when I go to heaven, when I see you there, I can thank you again. You know, just charity, you know. One thing is, um, I was listening to His Holiness Tamar Krishna Goswami Maharaj. He said that as a grasta, one thing, what, how, do, how does a grasta get purified? What is the main duty of a grasta? Charity. charity. Do we give enough charity? You know what did uh, Rupa Goswami said? How much should we give? 50%. Now you look at in Christ Christianities and everybody, you become part of a group. What do, you have to at least give 10 percent. Am I right? Do we do that? So by staying at home when we are far, far away, we are not doing that. We are spending so much time working, you know, just I was thinking myself, I was here, you know, I come to the temple when I've got a service or I give classes, you know. And I was thinking I should come more often to the temple, I should set up a routine. You know, which we don't do that, you know. It's nice to see so many of you here today, you know, usually you see come in the Bhagavatam class, there's hardly any person here. It's, it's, <laughs> It's nice, you know, this is a nice place to get association and at least I was thinking, you know, come in the weekend and, you know, sit down and listen to the classes and things like that. So, Krishna is a friend, the best friend. Doesn't matter whether you like him or you don't like him, you chastise him, you become an atheist, you do whatever, he never leaves you. Is there a better friend like than him? No. Is there a better father like him? Is there a better protector like him? So, rather than looking here and there, try to build a relationship with Krishna because that relationship will be eternal, will never finish. How did he treat people? To the respectable persons, he acted exactly like a minimal servant. See, this is, this is very hard to do, you know. Because to do this, 
to become a servant, you need to be humble. And his humility is very hard. And it's not basically our fault also, you know. We have been here for millions and millions of lifetime and people have taken advantage of us so many times. You become very, very careful, you know. So you protect yourself. I was thinking, you know, uh, <clears throat> for example, I'm from Fiji. You go to the Fiji, right? We're Indians, for example, right? Generally, they are materially well off. They have a nice house. They got fenced and everything. Before you come, you have to open the gate and everything. And they're protected, right? Not everybody can go there. Now you go to the natives, the Fijians. They leave houses next to it. Some of them even don't have doors or half doors, you know, just to keep the dogs away, you know. And it's open. You can go in the house anytime. They'll feed you whatever they have. It's very simple life. You go to the villages in uh, India, example, same thing, they're so approachable. Now you go, you know, uh, to big actors and, you know, they've got a gate, they've got guards there, you can't go inside there. Isn't that right? It's, it's so simple, you know. So when you have all this material opulence and all these things, it doesn't help you basically. It gives you that, the pride, I have all this, I want to protect this, I want to have this. So you have to learn to give, to purify the other 99%, 95% of the time when you're not doing devotion. And charity is very, very important. That's what Bana, uh, Varanashram is all about, you know. That's what Srila Prabhupada wanted to establish. To the poor he was like a father. To his equal, he was attested like a sympathetic brother and he considered his teachers, spiritual masters and older God brothers to be good as Supreme Personality of Godhead. Now if you can follow, these, these are the qualities that Prahlad Maharaj had and these are the qualities we should imbibe to have. You know, how we treat. We should see our, ourselves as servants. Now it doesn't matter, I'll cover this point a little bit later on, what is the most important thing as far as we are concerned. He was completely from unnatural pride that might have arisen from good education, riches, beauty, aristocracy, and so on. So despite he had everything, his father was basically the, more or less, the owner of the whole universe. Right? How much pride his son should have? But he had no pride because he understood that nothing belonged to him. Everything was temporary. That's just what material world is about. You know, we become pride. I've got so much money. I've got a nice house. But you really think about it. Is that really yours? And if it is, for how long? Isn't that right? And I was just thinking one day, I was counting a while ago, I almost lived as many in as many houses I have, how many years old I was, you know, this was like 40 years ago. So you live, move from one house to another house, you know, this is what we did in Fiji when I came here. I lived in about a dozen houses before I bought my own house, you know. And then you don't get attached to it. So the way to see it is like, let's say you go to on a holiday. You go to a nice resort on Gold Coast. You book a place for a week. 
right? Nice place. You go there, you live there. Are you attached to that place? Are you? Why? Because you know in a week's time you'll be gone, right? It's not yours. So this is how you should see everything in your life. Whatever you have, it is just there, you just don't know how long you are here for. When you are in India, you are staying in one house. When you come here, you buy another house, you know. Who knows where we will be gone? So we should not be attached to anything because we know it is all temporary. Same thing with money, you know. People have money, they are millionaires one day, next day they are nothing, you know. The bank, and then one day everything is finished. Remember this, everything you have will be taken away from you. Everything. The money, the house, because when you leave this body, everything will be zero, you know. Although Prahlad Maharaj was born in a family of Asuras, he himself was not an Asura, but a great devotee of Lord Vishnu. So the point to understand is that, to become a Brahman, you have to have certain qualities. You become a Kshatriya, you have to become a certain qualities, you know. Same thing, you know, Grasta has to have certain qualities, Sannyasis have certain qualities. But to become a devotee, regardless of where and which group you fall, you all can become devotees. Even Asuras, even demons in there. Even Chandalas, people who eat uh, dogs, you know. So, this is the quality or this is the position because we are eternally servant of Krishna. We can revive that position regardless of where we are. Whether you are a woman, you are a white person, man, dog, even dogs, you know. Who was that? Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Lila? Sivasen. He had a dog, he was just feeding them. The dog went back to Godhead. There was a dog in Fiji. He used to stay with, uh, I think, Jagannath Vasudev's family is one of them. And he had a big dog, German Shepherd, and Prabhupada went there. And one day the dog came and licked his uh, feet, and next day he left his body. So this is what happens, a pure devotee, you know, or anybody can become devotee of Krishna. And this is the message of Srila Prabhupada. Although Prahlad Maharaj, um, the other thing was that he was never envious of Vaishnavas. This is one we have to be really worried about. Even though, you know, that it's like doing devotional services, walking on a sharp blade, right? You make a little bit of mistake, what happens? You cut yourself. When you are going on the path of figurative activities, you know, you come doing the Karam Kanda, you are walking like a, on a royal road. You know what a royal road is? Wide, you can close your eyes and walk and you are safe, you know, it's nice and smooth. You don't have to worry about it. But as for a devotee, you are walking on a razor sized blade, you know, razor's edge blade. So you have to be careful. What does that mean? Because you can commit. Vaishnava Aparad. So it is very important and one of the biggest problem that we have is the reason why we came to this material world is why? Envy. Envy of Krishna. But when you also become envious of Krishna's devotees, that's where the problem starts.
So you have to be very careful. How do you see yourself? You should respect everybody. They say it's an offense, a Vaishnava Prad, if you look at a person and you don't feel happiness in your heart. You should smile, you should pay respect, you know. And the best way is to see yourself as a servant of everybody. It's very hard, you know. It doesn't, doesn't matter what you do in your life. The most important thing is service, service, service. In other words, you try to become a servant of everybody. Whether you are giving class, whether you are doing deity worship, whether you are cooking, doesn't matter what you are doing. Think of it yourself as that you are saving Krishna and his devotees. It's very simple. It's just the consciousness of what you do. A devotee does the same thing and a karmi does the same thing. You look at the activity they do, there is no difference. But what is the difference? The consciousness they are doing it in. So if you think like that, even if you are out in the public and you are doing something and you think, okay, I am saving Krishna because everybody is Krishna's children. Krishna is using me in this way. Then you are doing devotional service. If you are thinking I am doing it for myself, then you're doing karma. Isn't that right? So you have to be very careful, you have to build this mentality, always thinking, I want to save, I want to save, I want to save, how can I be save? And that approach, that have that mentality. If you have that mentality, then you are safe. Then the envious doesn't come in. Because servant means you have taken the lower position. And if you see everybody as your master or higher than you, or if, if you see he's not higher than you, but at least see he's a devotee of Krishna. Everyone is a devotee of Krishna. The difference is that, what is the difference between us and those who are not doing devotional service? They are sleeping and we are just waking up. That's the difference. We are all sleeping, we are all dreaming. Their, their dream is they are in deep sleep. And we are just waking up, we are just trying to revive our Krishna consciousness. We are not there yet, but we are trying to get there. So the situation is same, we are all sleeping, we are all on the other side, we are all devotees of Krishna. So when you have compassion for everybody, then you try to wake them up. And this is why how do you do this? By preaching. Preaching has many means, you know. One of the easiest way, but the best way is to do what? Sankirtan or book distribution. You give knowledge to them. Because when they have knowledge, then they can become easier for them, you know. If they have knowledge, they can understand about Krishna and then slowly. And there's many ways to do it, you know. The other quality was, he was never, he was not agitated when put into danger. Now this is a very important point because we can talk about fearlessness in here and this is one of the main thing of Prahlad Maharaj. Why wasn't he, why was he fearless? Why wasn't he afraid of anything? You know, all the things, what he went through by his own father, who was so powerful that everyone was scared of him. And this five-year-old boy, five boy had no fear of him. 
what gave him that what made him like that if you think like that you can meditate on that what how did he got this qualities then you can become like that so what was the main thing what was the first thing that was his good fortune he had a pure devotee as his spiritual master so first thing you have to take initiation you have to accept a spiritual master in our parampara now you might be saying how can i have narad muni as my spiritual master do we have narad muni as our spiritual master yes isn't that right think about it because he is in our parampara and what are we reading what is the knowledge we are coming from who is speaking whatever i am speaking here today is narad muni so it's not that only narad muni gave this knowledge to prahlad maharaj we are getting the same knowledge just like krishna when he spoke bhagavad gita to arjun it was not only for arjun it's for all of us can you be in the position of arjun yes you can if you want to be so what did first thing arjun did surrender he said okay i am your disciple you are my master now preach to me and what did krishna said first thing you think you are a pandit you know but you are talking all nonsense so that's the duty of the spiritual master the spiritual master's duty is to train you and unless you accept a spiritual master and what is accepting a spiritual master once um, somebody asked tamal krishna goswami maharaj i think this was in christ church he said when should one take initiation and whom should one take initiation from more important whom should one take initiation from and he said the disciple should have full choice of whom he should take initiation from it shouldn't be forced upon one and he should only take initiation from person if he had complete faith in him that he can take you back to god it because if you don't have faith in him you won't be able to surrender fully to him and if you don't surrender to him fully then you're going to commit offenses so this is the most important thing if the spiritual master says do this you just do that don't ask questions he knows what is better when you have that complete faith in your spiritual master then everything is very easy so this is very important and the plad maharaj was fearless because he had a spiritual master like that and narad muni told him that don't worry you are not this body so the first this is the first thing if you understand this point i'm not about this body i'm a spirit soul and the soul never dies so if it never dies it cannot be cut it cannot be bent you know just like if you read second chapter of bhagavad gita then what are we worried about understand this point then you don't worry about it okay whatever happens happens let's do our service to the best of you know we have got this body we need this body don't forget this you have to look after this body because without the body we have to do thinking feeling and willing so thinking you need the mind feeling emotions and things but willing you need the body so to do service you need the body 
This is why you have to look after the body. But don't be too attached to the body. You need a car to drive from home to work. That's the purpose of the car. You look after the car, you clean it, you oil it, you service it. But doesn't mean that, you know, you try to say, okay, you're always thinking about the car all the time, you know. You know, you should think about the soul uh, and how to make this progress in there. He was neither directly or indirectly interested in the figurative activities described in the Vedas. So all his goal was how to save Krishna and his devotees. That was his main goal and that's how we should. As long as we have these material desires, we have to keep coming here and again and again. And it's, it's no fun, you know. So the sooner we realize this, we need two things to go back to Godhead. One is what? Detachment from everything in this material world. And the other one is? Attachment to Krishna and His Dham, you know. So that when you go, just like the Mayavadis or the Yogis, they all go up to Brahma Jyoti, but they don't go to the planet, the spiritual planet where Krishna is performing pastimes because they do not have attachment for that. So you have to understand not only the Brahman aspect of uh, Krishna, not only the Paramatma aspect of Krishna, but also the Bhagwan aspect. So once you understand Bhagwan, you understand all the three. And you have to get attached to that level so that one day you can go back and go ahead. So what does Reading this, listening to Bhagavatam, you know, listening to the devotees, associating with them. This is what it does. It brings your attraction for the, uh, uh, the spiritual world. You want to know more and more about it. You want to go to Vrindavan. You have to know about Vrindavan. You have to know about Krishna. You now have to know about the names of the gopis. Or the, uh, who is Nanda Maharaj's friends, who are Krishna's friends. Who, who is Krishna's pet? Dog. What's his name? <coughs> is that the name of the dog? See, I don't know even. I'm just asking. You know, I, was, <laughs> I thought somebody might tell me, you know. <laughs> right, so he has, he, you know, who are the grandparents? Who are the uncles? Who are the aunties? You have to, just like you, you know about your own family members, right? You have to know about Krishna so that you get attracted to them and you want to go back. You know, have to know about what's, uh, what are the activities, what do they do? What does Rupa Goswami does? What does Rupa Manjari do? You know, especially our parampara, it's all Manjaris. Now you might be thinking, who is Prabhupada? You know, who is Prabhupada's spiritual master? Bhakti Siddhanta, who is, what is his spiritual position? Naina Manjari, right? Naina Manjari. Bhakti Vinod Thakur is Kamla Manjari. So if you look at the whole line we, from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, it's all Manjaris, you know. Isn't that right? What did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give? He gave to come to give us Radha Das, you know, to become servant of Radha Rani. And who are the servant of Radharani? The Manjaris. So that's what we are getting. But we have to understand so that you have attraction for those to the place and those seven so we can go back there to build that mood. You have to start reading books on those. The Goswamis have written so many nice books. But before you read Goswami's book, you should read Prabhupada's book. Prabhupada said, at least read it once, you know. And then you try to study it. So, 
So we will see just like Prahlad Maharaj was tested again and again by going through so many difficulties, but he had complete faith in Krishna that he will always protect him. And we will be also tested. And these are important things. Why we need to be tested? Fasting, just to see where your progress is. Krishna will test you, you know. Maya will test you, are you really ready to go back? So, the sooner you learn the lesson, the, you know, that lesson finishes. Once you pass the test, then you don't have to study about it again, you go to the next stage. So this is what we have to do again and again. We are already going through so many things, you know, any devotees, you think, you know, man, I've got so many problems, the bad, I'm going through a bad phase in my life, you know. Everyone is going through a bad phase in life. And, and the, the more senior you are, and the more merciful Krishna becomes, more problems you have. Isn't that right? Because what Krishna wants you to do to is take you out of here. All this attachment he's trying to cut off. And he, he realizes the biggest attachment is the families. You know. They all slowly and slowly and slowly they all start disappearing. You know. As my wife said, you know, you work so hard to raise the kids, you know, and one day they just leave you, you know. And then you wonder what have you done all your life, you know. Then you want to call them and they say, oh, you guys are being so clingy, you know, leave us alone, you know. <laughs> and that's what happens, then you wonder, is it? And don't think your kids are little, you will be exempt. No, you're going to go through the same thing. And Krishna will make you realize, you know, everything in this material world, people are generally selfish and thinking for themselves. And you have to become selfish at some point. We should all become selfish to get out of here and you say, okay, I want to help everybody. No, no, get out of here. I was listening to somebody first. Get out of here, then you can take others, you know. You're all drowning, you're all in the ocean and you're all drowning, you know. Try to save yourself. Once you get off, save yourself, then you can save others. So it is bad and we're going to be tested again and again, you know. Because you have to get to the level of at least Madhyama Adhikari. You know what Madhyama Adhikari is? When you have complete faith in Krishna. You know, who, those who are Kanista Adhikaris, you know, when you meet people and then you get influenced by them and you lose your path. But a, a Madhyama Adhikari is at least a person who has complete faith in Krishna. You have to come to that. How do you come to that stage? By reading Prabhupada's book by getting knowledge. As Mataji said before, knowledge is very important because with knowledge then you are able to do things much, much better. Simple example, you know, I give prasadam to somebody. Prasadam is prasadam, right? But there is a difference. I give prasadam to a devotee and he knows his Krishna prasadam. The effect he gets from taking that prasadam and you give it to just an ordinary person who eats it, there's a lot of difference. One is security, the other one is bhakti. So it's important when you do something with knowledge, then whatever you are doing, it becomes much, much more powerful. 
somebody comes and sees everybody is doing dandavat so they lie down you know they say okay everybody is gone you know they do some kind of experiment sometime you know what? there's a group of people they go down and everybody looking at they also go down you know they don't know why they're going down but they're doing just because everybody else is doing but when a devotee lies down he knows that he is you know taken shelter of chaitanya uh, the the lord you know so when you do things with knowledge it becomes much much more powerful and how do you get knowledge you get knowledge in two ways what are the two ways one is ascending way and descending way what is the ascending way you try to do something and learn from experience right so you trying to just like scientist i'm trying to experiment something okay I want to see if I touch fire do I get bent you know so it touch fire oh yeah it, it's hot you know I shouldn't run. and the descending one is your father tells you hey don't touch the fire you get bent you know so this is knowledge this is the knowledge we we get from parampa now which one is the better of the two descending way because that's what parampara is whatever we getting from here whatever we learning from plad maharaj uh, narad muni it's in a descending way if you learn from the books then you don't have to go through your life if you don't learn it then you have to go through it now if you understand from this that we are not this body we are the soul we never die we don't have to worry about all this you know and even here it says you know he starved um plad maharaj and palad maharaj you know usually in starve you know you don't give them water and food for a week most of the people going to die especially with water and here nothing so he had complete faith in krishna that krishna will protect him and krishna will maintain him so when we learn this when you have this complete faith in this word then we don't have to worry about anything otherwise krishna will put you through those test in there one of the best ways of how do you get uh, get rid of envy by glorifying devotees by saving devotees this is the most powerful thing how to so taking the subordinate position trying to understand you are the servant you're trying to glorify when we do vaishnav prad when we think of somebody try to understand this point you know when you think about just like i said when you don't feel happy you know the devotee did something you and you look oh man that guy you know and that's a vaishnava prad you know so what is the best way to do get over that what you do is you try to glorify that person you have to understand this point how many of us are here 50 how many devotees in melbourne our congregation few hundred a thousand let's say 5000 what's the population of victoria 4 million you see how many 5 million so you see how many people 5000 devotees 5 million anybody who comes to this temple how rare they are isn't that so anybody comes here we should respect them we should help them as much as possible 
those who are already initiated, those who have already taken shelter of Srila Prabhupada, this parampara is gone. Now we are representing Srila Prabhupada. You have to understand that. You are not uh, the guest anymore. You are the host. Anybody comes here, new person, we should treat that they are guests of Prabhupada. And from the Vedic uh, system, we should understand how to treat a guest. What does it say? That even an enemy comes to your place, you should treat him so nicely that he doesn't even feel like he is an enemy. Now here, a devotee comes, who is inspired by Krishna. Shouldn't we actually, shouldn't we t give them more attention? We don't do that. Srila Gurudev was saying, His Holiness Tamal Krishna Maharaj was saying is that, anybody he comes to the temple, they are already good candidates. We go and preach, we do Harinam, we go and preach to the new people there. That's good. But those who are already coming here, we are not looking after them. And more importantly, those who have taken shelter, you know, we do Bhakti Vriksha, we get them devotees, then we bring them here and they are lost. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? We should have a, so we can bring them up to the next level and things like this. This is very important. This is why a lot of the people, you know, it takes so much effort. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj, it takes, says it takes gallons of blood to make a devotee. And then we don't care about them after that. So, this is why Brahma creates, Lord Shiva destroys. But we need God, we need Vishnu to maintain. And that's what maintenance means, maintenance of the devotees. So we should encourage people to listen to class, come to Bhagavatam and things like that. If somebody is living, is your neighbor or something, yeah, Prabhu, can you pick me up? I want to go to Bhagavatam. Make any excuse, you know. Just bring them here, you know. So they can have association and things. We have so many devotees when we have festivals. We have thousand devotees who come here, you know. Where are they rest of the year, you know. I'm included in that group, you know. <laughs> the, the best thing about giving classes as you read is, and I'm talking about myself, I'm preaching to myself, you know. It's not only to others. So we should engage in different activities. You know, we are doing so many things outside. We should try to engage in our life. We should set up a program. You know, what time you should get up, do your chanting, every day you should do some reading, you know. But there is certain things you cannot avoid on a daily basis. And the most important is chanting your 16 rounds. That's the most important thing. Chanting your 16 rounds, following the four principles that Srila Prabhupada, that cannot be avoided. If you have any issues with any other service you are doing, you can go to your spiritual master and say, you asked me to do this, I can't do it. He can adjust it, but these things he cannot. There's no living there. He said, okay, I want to do ship or whatever. And then at some point you can't do it. You can go to your spiritual master, okay, don't do this, you can do this. You know, you want to go and stay in the dham when, you know, just like my spiritual master, he asked me to stay here in Melbourne. And I tried my best to go different places. And in the end I realized, you know, no, I, it doesn't work. 
So I just surrendered, I said, okay, I'll stay here, you know, do whatever he wants me to do, you know. So it's very important trying to do. Um, the other thing is beholding the form of the Lord. So coming and having darshan is very important. And having darshan in, you know, because again the same thing, you know, whatever you see you want to become. You see a, um, a cricketer and you want to become like him, you know, Virat Kohli or whatever. Uh, you want to become a great, but when you see the Lord, when you see the devotees, you build that quality in that. You want to become like that. You look at Srila Prabhupada, okay, he was so powerful, he preached over the world. So you try to get those qualities and you pray to them and they help you in that, in that way. So we should always have this hankering to come and have darshan. Because they are here. Problem is that the, the reason why people don't want to come have darshan, that's me included, is that we have not realized that these deities are known different from Balava is Krishna. Just imagine. Your spiritual master comes here. What do we do? Who is your spiritual master? Ra Radhanath. He comes here. What are you going to do? Forget about work, you know, you just follow him wherever he goes. Try to save him in many ways. Now Krishna is here. You think what I'm saying? Prabhupada is here. If Prabhupada personally came here, he walked out there, what are you going to do? But they are here. The difference is that we don't have the eyes to see it. So when you get to that point where we see God Nita is here, Radha Balava is here, we can talk to them. We save them. And the same thing at home, you know. And if it is home, you should treat them like this. So the most important thing is, Service. You should take everything in an attitude of service. When we do chanting, what is the mood of chanting? What is the mood of chanting? Please engage me in your service. That's one way of saying. The other way of saying is that the way I the way I see is, you know, Radha and Krishna, Hare and Krishna, right? Hare is Radha Rani. When Krishna hears Radha Rani's name, he becomes very happy. And when Radha Rani hears Krishna's name, he becomes very happy. Isn't that right? So why don't we save them by chanting for their pleasure? As simple as that. So have that service attitude, you know, you're chanting for the deities, you're chanting for the devotees, you're chanting to please your spiritual master because that's the instruction he gave you. Rather than, okay, I want to change so I can be purified, you know. That's going to happen automatically. So have that service multitude. Even when you take prasadam, you should do it at a service attitude, you know. Krishna is so merciful, appeared in the form of prasadam. How many of you think of that? That is Krishna's prasadam and Krishna is non different. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Maharaj used to accumulate and pay downwards. If somebody says, Oh, I got some prasad, Jagannath Mahaprasadam, he'll go around it. And then he'll own a prasadam like that. Because prasadam and Krishna, and we are so merciful, you know. Here, especially in Melbourne, you get prasadam from all over the place. You know? And I think, Oh, Krishna, you know, 
you know, Tirupati, Palaji is, you know, prasadam, you get here. Yeah, Brindavan people bring prasadam. Mayapur, you get prasadam, you know. This is all messy of Srila Prabhupada and the parampara. So we have to at least accept it in that mood. Thank you, you know. Thank you for giving me. Thank you, be, be part of me, you know. Saving devotees is one of the most important things. You know, when we come to the temple, we try to take an opportunity, try to do some service. Try to save our devotees. Simple, very little, you know. If nothing, just be nice to them, you know. That's also saving. Smile to them. And we have to become, become a heaven attitude of like the Prajbasis. Because in Braj, everybody has this attitude of service. Now you have, might have heard of that pastime. They don't care whether they have to go to hell. Do you remember the pastime where they might, they were told that if you do this, you'll go to hell? The dust, the chandan, the gopi, the gopi chandan we put on our head. It is by their mercy. They didn't care. All they wanted was to save Krishna. They did not care for themselves. Not only that, Krishna has the same attitude. In everywhere else, everybody saves Krishna. In Vaikuntha Dham, in Ayodhya, people save Lord Ramchandra. In, in Dwarka, the queens are saving Krishna. But in Braj, Krishna is running after all the devotees trying to save them. He's carrying Nanda Maharaj's shoes on his head. So this is the mood of Braj. And that's where we are aspiring for. And that should be our goal. How to become a servant of the servant of the servant. What did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said? Gopi Bharti Pat Kamlam Das Das Anudas. So we'll finish here. Anybody has any comments or questions? Look at the mic. Anyone? At least I know I'll get one question. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Prabhuji, you mentioned how Prahlad Maharaj was fearless because he had a pure devotee as his uh, spiritual master, Narad Muni, and he heard Srimad Bhagavatam in the womb. But we are here hearing Srimad Bhagavatam every day. Uh, we have heard it in the womb and Still, we are fearless. So, are what fearful. is fearful? Sorry. So, what is lacking? Why can't? Why are we still not fearless? Because we don't have faith. We haven't understood who we are. The day you understand, you are not this body. You are servant of Krishna. Krishna will protect you, will maintain you regardless of whatever the situation is. Once we have that understanding and we have full faith in this, then you will become fearless. Because he knew that Krishna will protect him. When he put him in the fire, he wasn't worried about it. When he was in the snakes, he knew that Krishna is in the heart of every living entity. So if Krishna, unless Krishna, so you have to understand all these things, nothing happens unless Krishna wills it. Not a blade of grass moves unless Krishna sanctions it. So whatever we are going through, you know, unless we surrender completely, this is why you come and pray every day when you come and done what, you start doing this, right? 
say, Krishna, I'm yours. You can do whatever you want with me. And then you, you think, you know, you know, you see how many problems the Pandavas went through. Prahlad Maharaj, how many problems he went through. But whatever we going through is Krishna is trying to build us to that level. And one day you will surrender. Because there is a difference between when a non-devotee dies, the Yamdutas come and take you from there. And when the devotees die, they just leave. Because then why, why does it, why is it so easy? Death is the most fearful thing, right? Isn't that right? But devotees, because they understand they've got a better place to go. Now you are living in a small house and I give you, say, hey, you got a palace now. Do you have any problem going from a small house to the big house? You willingly go, right? But if you are scared that you don't know what you're going to get into, then you don't want to leave. So same is a situation of a devotee. They know that Krishna will protect it. Even if I die, I'm going to go to him. Who cares? Right, so the reason we are, we are afraid is that because we do not have complete faith in this instruction that Krishna will always protect us, He will always maintain us. The day we understand that and we understand that we are not this body, we are the soul and we can never die. We are eternal, we are eternal, you know, then everything becomes easy. Take Thank you, Prabhupada. Thank you. Does that make sense? Any other comments? Any other questions? Take care. You're mentioning this mood of serving Krishna and uh, also fearlessness. And Adi Ruda was mentioning in class the other day about you can't just sort of imitate Prahlad by jumping in front of cars and directing, be protected. And uh, would it be appropriate to mention that story about the six Goswamis? You know, like um, one of the six Goswamis was sitting out in the jungle peacefully meditating and a tiger was wandering around finding what's for dinner, you know, and was going to eat the, this yeah. one. So the, then Krishna firstly had to come and chase the tiger away and yeah. later they were discussing this, is you're engaging Krishna as your bodyguard, sort of, you know, so you should do something. So they built these bhajan kutias, a little small stone building with some steel bars in front to protect yeah. the, from the tigers. and the, yeah. So we can do something to protect ourselves. And yeah, we should always be careful, we not try to, we are here to save Krishna, we are not here to take service from Krishna. Yeah. Even though there is nothing, whatever is happening is by mercy of Krishna, but we should have that mood that we try to save Krishna. Uh, what Prabhu is talking about is uh, Raghunath Das Goswami. He was at Radha Kund and he was meditating there. And he was so much into, he was into samadhi that the tigers came to drink the water from Radha Kund. And because there was tigers there, Chaitanya, uh, Krishna came there to protect him. You know, he was there when the tigers left. And Sanatan Goswami was licking from the other side. And he said, Raghunath, you know, what are you doing now? We are here to save the Lord, not take service from him. He said, you should build a kutya. Did Raghunath Das build a kutya? No. So what happened again? Next day same thing happens. It's midday, sitting by the Radha Kun and he's meditating and his sun is hot and he's sweating everything. And who comes? Radha Rani comes and she takes a pile and then puts it, covers her, covers him, you know. And then Sanatan goes, what are you doing? You know? 
build. So we should always protect ourselves, you know. This is important, you know. We try to, we have need this body. That doesn't mean one of the things uh, what my wife was saying, Guru Vardhana was saying was that we have to look our bo after the body. If we need to take certain, uh, the food we are eating is hardly anything there. You know, I grew up on a farm. What normally, if you plant something like a cabbage, a simple thing, takes, you know, three, four months to grow. Here it's two weeks. Because all they do is they put chemicals in there and it just shoots up. You know, so there's nothing in everything in there. So you might have to take vitamins and things like that to protect yourself. You know, I've got psoriasis problem, you know, and it's, it's basically skin, it's in the genes. And one thing I need to take is vitamin D. You know, and, and you get bonafide vitamin D from India, you know, the one you take here hardly works. You know, then somebody said, hey, try this one from India, you take one tablet a month, you know. So you have to look after your body, you have to protect yourself. We are talking, what Prabhu is talking about, building a um, kutia, you know, so that we can be protected. This is our kutia, this body. The soul is in there. So we have to look after this body, you know, so that we can save Krishna. Otherwise, if you don't have the body, then you can just think and feel, you become like a ghost, you know. And you can't do anything. You want to take prasadam, but you don't have the mouth to eat prasadam. You know. So we have to look after ourselves. It is very important. Prabhupada said, health comes first. You know. So we, I always tell this Guru Vandana laughs at me. He says, you don't care about your health. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Any other comments? Anything? I think it's nine o'clock. We should end here. I'm getting hungry, I don't know about you guys. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Shishigavnitai ki jai, Shishirada Ballav ki jai, Jagannath Baldev Subhadra Devi ki jai, Shilaprabhupad ki jai, Vanchakalptarubhaisya kripa sindhu evicha patita nampav nivyu vaishnaviyu namo namah.